you have to be strong than your desires. When a call to holy living arrives. Good day and welcome to another episode of Dare of Mind with JB. Please sit back and enjoy this episode of the Sunday Smash edition titled A Call to Holy Living. So what is holy living? I shall begin. Holy living is living in guidance with what God expects from people, which was a big sacrifice from Christ dying for us on the cross. It's a place, it's a, it's, it's, it's a living, which where you live, you understand that you are not just living in the part of the world. You're living according to the expectations and standards which are set for you by what God requires you to be. Obediency. And forget about what you desire most in life. I will take a chance and go to the first first Peter chapter 1 verse 13 to 25 where it says it is titled a call to a holy living so then have your minds ready for action keep alert and set your hope completely on a blessing on, on the blessing which will be given given give, will be given you when Jesus Christ is relieved is really re- revealed be obedient to God and do not allow your livings or your lives to be shared by those desires you had when you were still ignorant instead be holy in all that you you do just as God who called who, who called you is holy, the scripture says, Be holy because I am holy. You call him Father when you pray to God, who judges all people by, this, by the same standard, according to what each has done. So then, Spend the rest of your life here on earth in reverence with for him. For, for you know what was paid to set you free from the worthless manner of life handed down by your ancestors. It was not it was not something that can it, it was not something that can be destroyed such as silver or gold. It was the costly sacrifice of Christ, who was like a lamp without the feet of loan. He had been chosen by God before the creatures of the world and was revealed, revealed in these last days of, for your sake. Through him you believe in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory. And so your faith and hope are fixed on God. And now and now that by your obedience to the truth, you have purified yourself and have come to have a sincere love for other believers. Love one another earnestly with all your heart. For, th- for through the living 
and internal word of God, you have been born again as the children of a parent who is immortal, not moral, not mortal, not mortal, but immortal. As the scripture says, <clears throat> all human beings are like grass, and all their glory is, is like wild flowers. The grass with us and the flowers fall but the word of the lord remains forever this word is the god's news that was proclaimed to you but are we still obedient that's the question which you ask you should ask yourself there is your mind ready for action or is your mind still stuck to what the earth has to offer you because as we start there from verse 18 so then keep so then have your minds ready for action keep alert and set your hope completely on the blessing which will be given when jesus christ is revealed and it goes to say on 14 be obedient to god and do not allow your lives to be shaped by those desires you had when you were still ignorant. But still, <clears throat> we all say we want to live holy. When the calling comes, we say we are ready for that calling. But our actions and deeds do not show anything which claims or shows that we are anywhere near being ready for our actions. People are not obedient, okay? Yes, they may say in front of when they're in church on Sunday or whatever they go, whenever they go to church. Yes, they may say so, raise a hand, but their actions leave a lot to desire, a lot to desire from being obedient, okay? I know I'm not alone who sees this. I'm not, I know I'm not, I don't have to be the judge, but Judging from my own accord, me as a person, on my own, not looking at on other people. Because also, if I stand here judging other people, I'm not living holy. And on top of that, I'm taking the, the Lord's work of being the ultimate judge. Me as a person, am I obedient with my own actions towards God? I can say... For the five percent of the time, I might be obedient. Why am I saying for the five percent of the time? I cannot give myself a, a percentage over fifty. If you give yourself a percentage over fifty, then well, you might you 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 can be one of those people who we say are very good and obedient because I am someone who can say I can I, I can judge other people. I can assume that I am better than others. That's how we are. Can I say I'm living on that calling? No, I'm disobedient, okay? I try by all means not to allow my desires to destroy me. But all the time when I sit down, my desires take charge, okay? They become more powerful and powerful, okay? I try by all means to forget those ignorant 
desires which I had before I was baptized. But somehow they keep on looming large upon my existence as a person. And yet on the other side, I can stand here in front of you telling you that I am holy. When a person comes and asks me that am I holy, I will tell them the honest truth. I don't know, okay? I don't know if I am holy or holy or not because I try by all means to be holy. But made deep down, you can say to people that you are holy. And I can stand in front of you and lie to you and say I am holy. While I know deep down, I hit on someone who is near me. Because instead, the inverse of the says, <clears throat> instead be holy in all that you do. Just as God who called you is holy. The scripture says, be holy because I am holy. A am I holy? Am I? As in the in the Ten Commandments, it says that do not want other things which are not for not not yours. But I will be there when someone has something nice there. I would be a person who is jealous there and ask myself, and I tell myself I am a believer, but yet I'm breaking those commandments each and every day. Okay. I should not even desire if someone has a girlfriend, someone has a wife. In the Bible, there is no term such as girlfriend. I have never come across anywhere where I have <clears throat> a term called girlfriend. In the Bible, we only speak about wives. So also, if I go out saying I have a girlfriend or someone says they have a boyfriend, or me being a boyfriend to someone and someone being a girlfriend to me, isn't that also being a sinful? Because... Who would be conducting activities which are meant for people in the Bible who are referred as husband and wife? That's why there is that rule says that sex before marriage is a sin. Because in the Bible, I have never came across anywhere where it says that there is a girlfriend and boyfriend. I have never went such into any part of the scripture where I get that line. The line which I get there is only someone had a wife, someone had a husband, so and so had children. No thing like girlfriends and boyfriends, which means I'm not only, I'm not holy, but I want to say myself that I will always pick up a call to holy living. Will I leave all the deeds which I'm doing? That's the biggest question. Because once you get stuck to earthly living, it will be in contravening with the earthly living and holy living. They are not they are of two opposite opposite attracts. And it's not like it will ever ever be right. Yeah, because I will come down and say, Yes, I call him Father when I pray who judges all people by the same standard according to what each one has done. 
So then spend the rest of your living, your life here on earth with in reference of him. I said it before. How can I say that I'm the best or I am holy if I am able to look and stand and judge other people? As if I don't do sins on a daily basis. It's better for me to just keep quiet and wait for God or Jesus who will judge me and stop judging other people. I'm not innocent at all. I'm not innocent because if I stand there and I say, so-and-so thinks they are better. So-and-so did one, two, three. Who appointed me to judge others in the first place? Who did that? No one did that. I took the role which was never meant to be mine and I put it in my own lane. But but I pray and deep down, I pray every day and I say, I call him and say, Father, be with me. Please forgive my sins. But tomorrow, as, as I sin against others, but tomorrow still I am the same person who goes out judging others. Like it's a funny activity to sit with other people in a corner and we look at others and we judge them like nothing on earth. What other people do, it's none of my business. Okay? I have to do what I have to do because what my life was done for, that I had to know the, the word of God, came on the cost of Jesus Christ dying for all of us. So I have to understand that I don't have to go out judging other people. Okay, He was chosen by God for the creation of the world. And he was revealed in these last days for my sake and your sake. Okay, Through him, through him dying there. That's when we got to know about Jesus, about God. And he, he, he showed us that it is possible to rise and have internal life over death. Now, that all lies in ours is that, as at 22 it says, now that by your obedience, the truth you have, Purify yourself and have to have sincere love for one another, for another for other believers. Love one another earnestly with all your heart. <clears throat> this verse on its own is something on my own. Also, I can say hundred <clears> percently, <throat> it is proving to be difficult. That. Where it starts to say, you you now you have to be now that by your obedience, the truth you have purified, <clears throat> the truth you have you have been purified, purified yourself, and have come to sincere love for one and for for other believers, love one another, earnestly with all your heart. This I can say. Is what is costing most of us big time. Loving one another is something which, even if we try by all means, 
Even if I can love you, I can give you everything. You will hate me. And somehow, I don't know how this happens. Okay? The Bible says it clear open. And it keeps on saying it in different parts of the Bible. In different books, we are being told by one, one, one line. Love, sincere love for other believers. Love one another earnestly with all your heart. Can you say that if I was there and I was a believer, you would totally say, I love you with all my heart. Would you? You wouldn't. Sometimes I don't, I don't know how difficult it is, but if you love people sincerely, they don't love you back. We should try to work out the balancing scales. We shouldn't be judges of others. We should be people who throw love each and every day because God is just love. You saw when he chose Jesus Christ to die for us. Pure love. All That's the best love example you can see. But here we are. Here we are. We wake up again. <clears throat> we get baptized. Get cleaned. Just to continue on the same path which we were. Because, because for through the living and an internal word of God have been born again as the children of a parent who is immortal, not mortal. As the scripture says, all human beings are like grass and all their glory is like wild flowers. The grass with us and the flowers fall. But the word of the Lord remains forever. This is the this is the this is the word. <clears throat> this is the good news that we was proclaimed to us. As we kickstart the week, can you say that I the verse twenty two which says <clears throat> love one another? Can you honestly say that you love the next person, the next person next to you? Can you honestly say that with open-heartedly, without pinching yourself somewhere there? A call to the holy living is always there. And how you answer it, it depends on how you live your life. With the people near you, those ones who are your neighbors, those ones who you work with, those ones who they know you day in and day out. That's how you answer the call of the holy living. I'm JB State. Never be too shy to explore yourself. Thank you.